anybody who's a little bit tired? I've worked hard at saving my voice all week, but last night I was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to sing as loud as I can. And now I can't speak. But that's okay. So you guys have sent us some exquisite questions, and hopefully we are going to get through loads and loads of them. Who sent us a sensible question? A few of you. Who sent us a silly question? Lots of you. So we'll do silly and serious as well. Uh, Just so you know, uh, I have formed the most expert panel, and we know everything that is to know about everything. No, we do not. We, like you, still have questions. And there's still lots of things that we're trying to work out and, uh, and that kind of stuff. And that's part of just being a Christian and a Christian life. That's just part of life generally. You want to be a lifelong learner. But I just want to congratulate you. Well done for asking questions. Keep asking questions. And it's nice to send them anonymously to someone. But it's also good to ask people you trust. Who's got an adult in their life that they trust? Hopefully some of you. Okay. Your youth leaders are looking at you like... Duh. Your youth leaders are good people. Am I right? Yeah, youth leaders are like, yeah, we're amazing. And your youth leaders actually know everything about everything. It's true, they're all nodding. So go and ask them questions if we don't ask your questions. And we'll talk about some good resources as we go along as well. But let's just introduce our panel first. I should mention who's not here first. Martin's not here. No, wait, 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 because Martin knows very little. If you're sad that Martin's not here, give me an aww. If you're sad that Sandeep isn't here, give me an aww. <laughs> we should have... Uh, okay, one sec. Let me just put this in my little WhatsApp group. Okay, one sec. Um, actually, it would really help me if I say Martin and Sandeep aren't here and you could cheer and then we could be nice to them afterwards. Okay, one sec. <clears throat> It's such a shame that Martin and Sandeep aren't here. (laughs) Screw you guys. (laughs) Yeah, they basically just don't like you as much as we do. So what can you do? No, they both had weddings to go to, so we let them go. So anyway, so who is here today? Introduce yourself. I want first name and middle name. My name is Lauren, not Emily. (laughs) Not Emily or or Sandeep. My name is Lauren Beth. That that was boring. Okay. Taylor. Taylor's quite upset about asking about middle names. So what is it, Taylor? My name is Taylor and um, my middle name is Satchel. (laughs) Everyone thinks that my... (laughs) Why? This is what we get all week, guys. Um, my yeah, everyone thinks it's double-barreled, so Satchel Reed, but it's not. My mum just wanted her maiden name in there and whacked it in as a middle name. But it's not a maiden name it's as much as a, as a bag, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Taylor Bag Reed, nice. Okay, moving on. My name's Peter. My middle name's James. Peter James. Oh. All right, PJ. PJ. Okay. Um, my name's quite a tongue twister. Uh, so my name isn't actually Toby, it's um, Olua Tobiloba, which means um, God, God is great in his majesty. Now that's a name, and, my, uh, and it's shortened to Toby, and my middle name is Joseph, after the Old Testament legend. Nice. So um, in beating that, my name is Katie. 
Is that no middle name? Oh, Katie, very sad. Katie. And this is Katie Virgo, who's been our Carol Vorderman of the week. Anyone actually know who Carol Vorderman is? Yeah, so some of you do. So Carol Vorderman used to be a lady on Countdown who's very clever. So Katie's our version of that. But Katie's also married to Joel Virgo. Someone's got to be. So someone's like, ugh. <laughs> Love that. And my name is Stephen Mark Dawson. Stephen means winner, just saying. Okay, right. Anyway, so we've got some questions uh, for you guys. Okay, so let's find them. Here we are. So we'll start with some silly ones because that's fun. Miss, is Joash Sutton here? No. Okay, just one. Okay, that's the first question. Do you know? Is, is he here? No. Okay, good. Okay, uh, we're just going to go along. Katie, you can start. Uh, can you shout out East End Church? No. Okay. Is scone pronounced scone or scone? Scone. Yeah. Scone. Mm, okay. Um, can Stephen floss? Yes. Please floss right now. No way. I oh, who wants Stephen to floss? <laughs> I can floss, but I flossed in 2018 when flossing was relevant. Bite me. Okay. Um, dun, 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 I lost, lost my place now. Okay. Uh, tea before the milk or milk before the tea? Tea before the milk. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, who smells the worst? I think that kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nice. Okay. No, no. Um, Favourite place to eat at New Day? I think the votes are in three star. Three star pancakes, anyone? Okay, sell some pancakes. I've okay. had um, someone's had a fifteen stack this week. No, fifteen stack is the one to beat. Okay, um, who is the boss of twelve to fourteens? Martin. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Abby. Can everyone give it up for Abby, Abby! behind us? Abby is our backstage manager, and she's absolutely bossed it this week. She's amazing. Everyone, round of applause to Abby. She really is quality. We literally make her life hell, and she's awesome. Okay, uh, do you... Uh, well, this one... Uh, Toby, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your favourite colour of the alphabet? W? <laughs> w? I don't think there's a real answer to that one. Okay, fine. Uh, Katie, do we really make people sleep in their gross sleeping bags? We actually don't. We don't. No, we don't. We're not that cruel. We're not. What do we do, Katie? We always have a backup plan. Um, so, oh, I feel this is bad. We're letting out a big secret. We always buy a really nice sleeping bag and give it to them. Who knew? We actually love young people. Who knew? So, I know it's a surprise. Okay, uh, let's get going. Okay, how much do you like us? One to ten. Eleven. Ah. Oh. Someone said, can I have a free 20 quid? Who said that? Right, give him a 20 quid then. Yeah, go, on, go on, mate. Sort yourself out. You don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, mate. Man, the swag in which you walked back then, it was like, yeah, you losers. Check me. Well done, mate. Um, okay, uh, what's your favourite animal? Penguin. Yeah, Good one. Uh, you like penguins as well? Is yours penguin too? Yeah. <laughs> okay, most embarrassing moment. 
Oh, Pete's actually got one. He just said. Okay, Pete. I can't think good of to go. Good to go. I was in hospital when I was about 15. And, and I had a nightmare. And my nightmare was that Bolu the Bear from the Jungle Book and Snow White were having a party and they wouldn't let me in. And I was crying in my dream. And I woke up and then I was proper bawling my eyes out. And the nurse was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And a 15-year-old boy. And I was like, Bolu the Bear and Snow... Love him. Love him. <laughs> Goodbye, Lou the Bear and Snow White wouldn't let me in the party. Yeah, let's go for Katie. Katie's got one too. Come on, Katie. Um, my most embarrassing moment, I think, was when I went up to a really cool man um, at um, a visiting church that I was going to, and I went up to him and I mistook him for someone else, and I just went up to this complete stranger and said, Hey, I love my bedroom walls. They're so smooth, so smooth. I lie there in bed and I look at my walls and I think they're amazing. And this man was like, all right. And I called Joel over and, Joel, tell him how cool our bedroom walls are and how they make me so happy. And Joel just like, was like, sorry, and walked off. And then I walked away thinking, what a rude man. And then Joel said, why did you say that later on? And I was like, was that not our plasterer? And it wasn't our plasterer. So Complete stranger nice. who thought, now thinks I'm a nutter. Because that's not true. Mm. Okay, serious question time, people. Okay, she told me you got the microphone. Let's start with you. Here's a question for you. Why do we need to pray if God already knows what we're going to pray about? Sub point, does God change his mind? Mm. So, um, it's a good question. And um, I think the first thing to say is, um, the way God's will works is uh, he, he plans his will in accordance uh, to a degree uh, with your prayers. Uh, so uh, the best way I can explain it in a very simple term is if you imagine a nail going through a piece of wood. And um, the way for the nail to go through a piece of wood is for it to be hammered. And it's almost like God wants you to do the hammering in the prayer and the praying so that the nail goes through. So your prayers are caught up in his will. And to put it very simply, um, the, the more you pray, uh, the more God will do. And so that's really an encouragement uh, to pray. Um, in relation to um, how he, uh, what was the second part of the question? Does he change his mind? Does he change his mind? The answer is really yes and no. It depends on which side of the coin you're looking what at. What a cop-out. Yes and no. It is yes and what? no. What? Yeah. In, in relation to... Uh, so God has uh, at least, briefly, God has at least two wills. Uh, he's got what we call his revealed will, which is what the Bible tells us is his will, right? He wants people to love one another. He wants there to be no uh, sickness. Um, but then he's also got his sort of overarching will, uh, whereby he permits everything that happens so he's not surprised when bad things happen um, and he wants us to pray to let his kingdom come which is his revealed will which is what he wants he's told us he wants and he will answer those prayers so in a sense he does change his mind because he allows things and then when we pray he responds to our prayers and brings the kingdom on earth right but in another sense he never changes his mind because he already ordained and knew that you would pray so that you would influence things and move his hand. Uh, so it's not a cop-out. It's a quite a complicated question, but hopefully that's helpful. That's really helpful. Thanks, Toby. Good answer. Yeah, well done. Um, okay. Can, actually, Toby, can you give us an example in the Bible where God changes his mind? 
I know you can. Yes, I can. Um, well, it at least appears to. Yeah. Um, so, um, in the Old Testament, uh, with the people of Israel, they start to worship a, a golden calf, like just a stupid piece of metal, and they reject God. And God basically is so upset, he says, right, that's it. I've bared with these people for so long, I'm going to wipe them out. I'm, go- I'm just going to wipe them out. And it's amazing because Moses... Um, who's also friends with my hairline, uh, he, he, gets, <laughs> he gets in God's face and he's like, whoa, it's almost like as God is going like to go, boom, Moses is like, no, Lord. And he says, no, don't do it. You promised you, that people would see you the wrong way. Like, don't do it. And then because Moses stood in the gap and, said, and was brave and was courageous and prayed to God in his anger in those moments, in his wrath, God was like, because of you, I am not going to do this. So God said he was going to do it. Moses was courageous, like you can be courageous, and prayed. And God said, because you prayed, I'm not going to do this. And so that is the glory of prayer. That's what you have the ability to do. It's amazing. Awesome. Thanks, Toby Hilson. Cool. Okay, Lauren, here's one for you. Um, how, do, how can I encourage my friends to become Christians? Really good question. I don't know who answered this question. Okay, a really good acronym to help you guys think about how you take Jesus to your schools is a a word called BLESS. Say BLESS after me. Bless. BLESS. BLESS stands for, okay, so B, begin with prayer. Start praying for your friends. God loves it. Just as what Toby's just been saying, pray for your friends. You can um, get them. Um, God, God loves them. It's really important that we give our friends um, over to God because he wants to help them. Number, um, the letter L stands for listen. Listen to them. Just be friends with them. It's really good when we have friends that we talk to each other, we're honest with them. If they're sharing their struggles, sharing stuff that's hard, just listen to them. Be a good friend to them. God wants us to be good friends with them. E, it stands for eat. I love food. Who here loves food? Yep. I love going um, and having food with my friends. So go, go and hang out with your mates. Go to McDonald's, go wherever you enjoy and go and hang out with them. Go and eat food with them. God loves food. Jesus loved eating with his disciples, so I'd encourage you to do that. S is serve them. Think of ways that you can serve your friends. Be the kind person. Be someone that is thinking about them, um, and maybe no one other of your friends is doing nice things to them. But so go beyond it. Be like Jesus was to his friends. And at the last S is share your story. Be, um, be honest with them. Share how God's revealed himself to you. Be honest with them. Use New Day as a great talking point. So when someone says to you in September, what did you do this summer? Say, I went to New Day. I was with 7,000 people and we saw this happen. Tell them about the amazing thing God's done and the healings that's happened. God's answered amazing prayer. And just, share, just be honest and share your story. Don't be afraid to share your testimony as well. People love hearing how you've um, understood who Jesus is. And I find that a really helpful acronym to just go out into school, to be a Christian um, in school. So go for it. That's great. Can I just add something to that? I think one thing I've really helped in terms of sharing Jesus with other people is doing it with my other Christian friends. And so make it like a team sport. Sometimes like, oh, I've, got, I've got to do this one thing. So actually it's together. Some people are really good at talking about Jesus. Some good people are good at the serving bit, all that kind of stuff. Now we want to do all those bits, but kind of owning it together, encouraging each other, praying together on those things has always really helped me because I can naturally just be a bit timid sometimes about stuff, but I want to be bold and help doing it with others has been really helpful. Um, here's another question uh, for you. Actually, one, one for all of us. We've had lots of questions 
the media team sent these through to me. So lots of questions about, about hearing God, uh, really, and experiencing God. So the, the first one is kind of, when did you first experience God and what did it feel like? So who wants to take that to start with? I think um, my, my parents taught me when I was very young about God and about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And so my knowledge from a very young age, and I definitely had some kind of faith then and prayed, believing that God existed and believing that Jesus was my saviour. And then um, I did walk away from God, but there was a point when um, I was about 19 where I came along to a church service um, someone in the church meeting prophesied, and at that point, I knew it was about me. A prophecy is someone saying something they think God is saying for someone else in the room, and, um, and I felt like that was for me. So I asked someone to pray for me, and what I felt was my heart changed from being very, very, very hard to actually um, my conscience was changed. So I then suddenly was very aware of my own sin and was very grateful for who God was and what he'd done in sending Jesus for me. So for me, it was a lot of tears and a lot of, we call it repenting, when we say sorry and we make a decision that we're going to turn around. So that was what it would look like for me, was me on my knees saying sorry a lot and saying I was going to be different from then, therefore going forwards, which I have been. Cool. Someone else? Can share. Um, I remember being first filled with the Holy Spirit. And there's actually a talk on the Holy Spirit on New Day. So after the event, go and download the talk on the Holy Spirit. But I was about eight years old when God first filled me with his spirit. Um, and I remember I was, in a ch- I was in a church meeting, similar to Kate, and it was during worship towards the end. And I was overwhelmed. Anyone here felt overwhelmed before? Overwhelmed with God's love. And I just remember just crying. Um, it was quite emotional for me, but all, equally I just felt really peaceful I felt a closeness with God that he was just showing me Lauren I love you despite all your sins despite everything you've done I love you and you are my daughter and I just felt um, just the father's love in that moment and for me it was a really significant time for me and I think sometimes you can go away to these events and sometimes the testament of God having um, met with you is other people noticing and I went home that summer and I went afterwards and everyone was like what's happened to you this summer and I remember just talking about I just was overwhelmed with the love of God and I just was just in that moment I was like this is this is a person that I want to give my life to and I'm really grateful for God for that cool yeah Peter Taylor uh, yeah, so mine's a little bit similar, a little bit different, because um, so I didn't grow up um, in church, and my family aren't Christians, my immediate family, So, um, but similarly to Lauren, I kind of got dragged, I won't tell the long story, dragged to an event kind of like this, um, and I was in what would be the big top, and I was, um, I love to sing, so I was singing away, um, and I kind of heard some of this stuff going on, people laughing, crying, screaming, you might have heard some of those things this week, and I was kind of like, all right, God, if you're there, uh, then show me because I don't want to kind of waste my life for something that isn't isn't legit and then uh, similarly to Lauren completely felt overwhelmed um, and yeah just started crying and um, almost like screaming not in like a terrifying way but in like a kind of it was like the pain was coming out a lot of things I'd carried throughout my childhood different things and I felt God say to me um, first kind of time I heard God's voice say come on come on come on um, 
uh, just like a real comfort, like, let's get this out, and then took a breath and burst into laughter, uh, and then felt God say, this is how it can feel, uh, and he realized later he was talking about um, just his joy, and I didn't realize that was an option for me, um, so that was kind of my experience, and I just think, just as an encouragement, if that's something you guys have maybe experienced, or maybe you've come here not knowing a lot, you've never really even opened the Bible or anything like that. That was me. Um, and what's really exciting about that as well is you can then leave and go exploring. Like after something like that happens or you see these things, go and explore, open the Bible, get stuck in. Uh, it's quite, quite fun. That's great. <laughs> I'll just tell my story because mine's a little bit different. Is that when I was uh, 12, uh, my youth leader took me to go and buy my first Bible from a uh, Christian bookstore and encouraged me to read it uh, every day. And so I used to read it every morning and every evening. And it was just great and just encouraged me every single week. Have you read your Bible? Are you in it? Even the bits you don't understand, keep plowing on, keep asking, pray, keep praying every time you read it. Uh, God will speak to you about it. Pray when you finish it. Ask God, you know, what am I going to do with this? And one night I remember just reading my Bible. I, I, don't, I literally cannot remember what I read. Put it down. Switch off the light, and I remember just laying in bed and just knowing this weirdest sensation I've never felt in my life. Just absolute peace over me. Like there was nothing wrong in the world anywhere ever because my heart was just so still. And it was just a quiet, no one there, no hype, no nothing. Just I knew that God loved me, and that was enough. And that has ruined my life because I, when I wanted to walk away from God and chuck in church and all this kind of stuff, I was like, but I know God is there. I've had this experience. I know this moment with him that I cannot deny. I, know, I didn't make up. It's just like God's just on me. And I've had loads of moments like that since then as well. And it's great to have a first experience. And maybe you've had one of those experiences this week. That's not it. The Bible keeps saying, Go, keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. So keep seeking that. Now, we're not all about the experiences. Often I'm just, you know, I just don't feel very much at all. But I know the truth in which I stand. Lots of what Toby's been talking about this week. But it's good to have experiences too and say, God, keep letting me know in the depth of my being that you're there as well. Linked to that question was, how do I know that God's speaking to me and it's not just my own thoughts? I think the obvious thing that comes in mind when you ask that question is, does it point to God? Does it honor God? If you've got a thought and it is... Not a negative thought, but you might think, well, it's not that big a deal. It's just a thought. It's, it's an okay thought. If it honors God, if it points people to God, if it points you to God, points you to the Bible, then yeah, it's God. People talk about you've got a conscience, you've got a voice inside your head. I believe that's the Holy Spirit. I think as Christians, we have that help. That's the Holy Spirit. If, you're, if you've been prayed for and been filled with the Holy Spirit, that voice, I think, is often the Holy Spirit just saying to you, yeah, go and do that, go and talk to that person, or... Don't do that. Don't watch that. Something simple as that. may not be that big a deal, but that is the Holy Spirit actually at work in you. How amazing is that? You've actually got God's power literally speaking to you. That's his voice. So good. Anyone else want to go on that as well? Yeah, I think that's what we can say on this. Mine's really quick. Uh, uh, God sounds a lot better than me. (laughs) So um, (laughs) sometimes things pop into my head. It can't be me, because I wouldn't think that. It's a lot better, um, and a lot nicer, and and also sometimes a lot more random. Like, you know, sometimes a few of you may have experienced getting words for people. I know a few of you have actually brought some to me, which is amazing. You know, you'd be doing your shopping, and it'll be, that person, you need to go tell them this. Well, I'm thinking about what I want for dinner. There's no reason. I love food. There is no reason for me to be thinking about anything else other than what I'm going to be eating for dinner. Um, And it's in times like that you can just catch yourself and think, oh, Okay, maybe God is speaking to me and explore that. That's great.
Last question, Ron? No? Okay. Uh, let's move on. Um, okay, Terry, one for you again. Uh, how do you keep up a Christian lifestyle when around non-Christians? Okay. I have, this has been my burden for the last three months. Um, so, But you've got 90 seconds yet. <laughs> so, what I encourage each and every one of you to do that's a Christian, right, is as soon as you get home, um, get out a piece of paper and plan your week. I'm talking about the, the disciplines, the joys, right? And I'd write down everything in my week, right? From the time I wake up, when I have a lunch break, what time I walk to school, um, everything in your week, what time I go to bed, what time I have dinner, everything. And then on a separate piece of paper, write down these four disciplines, these disciplines, right? Reading my Bible, is no, in no particular order, reading my Bible, praying, worshipping God, yeah, those three. And then put those three in your week every day, at least Monday to Friday. So that Monday to Friday, when you go to school and you have something of a routine, you are for a time reading your Bible, praying and singing to God. And in relation to singing to God, you can go and buy uh, some worship songs. But if you're really cheap like me, what I sometimes do, and I probably shouldn't say this, is to is when we're worshipping at church, I've got a voice recorder on my phone. <laughs> and I record the worship for 20 minutes. And then throughout the week, when I'm on my prayer walk, I'm singing to God the worship over and over again from that week. Uh, and that saves you money. And it's really, really easy to do. And I've got some really nice headphones beats. Um, so... <laughs> Go, yeah, they don't save you money. Please do that because all the things that we have been preaching here and you've heard in the big top, it, it means nothing if you don't maintain a relationship with Jesus. And last thing I'll say on this is, like Stephen just mentioned, and I mentioned previously, sometimes you'll do these things, you'll read your Bible and you just won't understand what you've just read. Get a good news translation Bible. That's a helpful translation. I use it sometimes even when I preach. Um, and sometimes you'll pray and you'll feel like this is really boring and dry. Sometimes you'll sing to God and you think, what am I doing? I just sound completely stupid. Chill out. It's fine. That's a lot of what life is sometimes. Pursue the feelings. If you just keep at it and do not stop, never give up. Don't give up. Even when it's hard, don't give up. You will see fruit in your life and you will get closer to Jesus. And I just encourage you, what I've just said, please go and tell. Say, Toby said this. Um, and tell the people in your campsite that aren't here. And just say, look, this is what you should do. This is a helpful thing. It's not legalism. It's not to earn points with God. But if you believe in Jesus, you want to maintain that relationship. And this is one crucial way of doing that. Great. Well, okay, so we're not we're going to pass to Casey because I ask her this follow-up. So we're obviously not going straight back to school, any of us. We've got the rest of the summer holidays. What should we do after New Day just to kind of make sure we don't just have a great time here and then just forget it all and then try and pick it up again in September with our youth groups and that kind of stuff? What should we do, Katie? Um, I think for me, it's I've got loads of mates. I'm a friendly person. I've got some mates that, um, what I would say, feed me and would ask me tricky questions and would say, are you reading the Bible? Are you worshipping Jesus? And I've got other mates that can influence me, that I become a bit more like them and they can lead me a little bit further away from God and might lead me towards a bit more gossiping and actually distracting and saying, oh, don't worry about having any time praying or anything like that. So what I would say... For the next few weeks, maybe if your youth group isn't on, have a think about who you're hanging out with at certain points and thinking, um, I've, I would love to pray this week. Have you got time? I, I pray better with other people. So it's finding someone and saying, can we pray together at some point if you feel like praying on your own is tricky? 
That's great. Fantastic. Might come back to the friendship thing in a minute. Who would like some more funny questions? Some silly ones here. Okay, here we go. So, uh, so I'm going to go along the line, start with you, Katie, then. How much does New Day cost altogether? Oh, I think... Is it yeah, it was, yeah. Um, the rough figure, we think, is about 850000 Oh, you're welcome. So this is non-profit, just goes into that. We spend everything from your ticket price on to making New Day good. Yeah, cool. Um, next one. How long have you been doing New Day for? Um, coming to New Day for about six or seven years. I was a youth leader for four years, so this is the first time not as a youth leader. Cool. Next, uh, Lauren, Taylor and Pete will all have to answer this. If you could be any character from the Bible, who would it be excluding Jesus because that's too easy? You want to go first? All oh, right, Jonah, because I would love to be in a whale at some point. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. I don't think it was a positive experience. Well, I know, but I just think it'd be really, I'm quite an, like, extreme. Did you see the fish games? It's basically Yeah, but that. he came out and he's alive, so he made it. It would have okay, been intense. Okay. Well, you're weirdo. Okay. Yeah. Deborah. Deborah. Deborah, badass. She, she was badass. badass. three times. You said it. Ha. So, I didn't say yeah. ass. I said ass. Yes, did I? No, I can't say ass. You said it though twice. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, she's just like hearing from God, like going and telling people, "This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do." People are like, "Oh, do we have to?" Yeah, let's go. I'll come with you. It's just so cool, uh, and everyone likes like just thinks she's really cool, um, and she's really close with God. Yeah. Yeah. That rocks. Does, she live, does she live under under a tree? Does she what? Live under a tree? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, just, I think she did. Yeah. Kind of cool. To rest somewhere. Like, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Uh, you heard the story of Noah and the Ark? Yeah. yeah. I'd be the flood. <laughs> I would be all-consuming, completely covering the earth, and I would not have receded. I would still be here today. And that's me. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> um, is Nay Dawson still in the room? No. Oh, I was going to ask her a question. So the question is saying, how, how much does the band practice before New Day? Do they practice at all? They're just so amazing. About three days worth of rehearsals. Yeah, they work pretty hard. That's good. Cool. Okay, just random. Uh, can you say the letter M without touching your lips together? M or N? M. Oh. The answer is no, you can't. <laughs> Thanks. Everyone try it now because you want to know. Try and say M without touching your lips. Okay, turn to the person next to you and say, shh. Okay, I want to take a deep breath. Okay, what's your favourite football team? As if we don't already know. Arsenal. Okay, We hate Tottenham. Um, next one. Um, Lauren. I can't believe it's landing. Lauren, why did Stephen grow his hair so long? Um, because. He wants to be Simon Brading. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be Simon Braiding? Come on. I love him. No, actually, the story started with Stephen's hair last autumn when he had a bit of a sad day. He decided to go to the cinema on his own. Has anyone been to cinema on their own? I would never want to go to cinema on my own. Anyway, he watched The Star is Born and saw Bradley Cooper and thought, that's who I want to be. And here we are at New Day 2019. Bradley Cooper, everybody. Yeah, he said it. In the shallow, shallow, (laughs) far from the shallow now. Bloody rocks, man. 
Also, yeah. you shouldn't see that film because it's a 15. Moving <laughs> on. Okay. He talks about it more in the discipleship ah. seminar stream. So you should all download the discipleship seminar stream after New Day and you can hear Stephen's talk on sharing Jesus. Plug in those downloads, man. Okay. Yeah, you're on commission. Okay. Uh, next, next one is what's your typical McDonald's order? I like to I like to eat different things all the time, so I like a wrap of the day. Wrap of the day. Because it changes. Yeah. Any day. Who likes the wrap of the day? Yeah, some yeah. chicken. Heck yeah. Okay, moving on, Pete. What are you? I go Big Mac meal lards. Always a hot apple pie. Yeah, always. mate. Nice. Nice. Oh, they're so good. So good. Um, I am a quarter pound of cheese meal lard, sweet and sour sauce, and an extra cheeseburger on the side. Sorry, double cheeseburger on the side. So you know. Okay. Um, someone said, um, please promise you will never shave heads again. No, we won't, we, we won't make promises. No, we won't. We don't lie. Yes, be yes. No, be no. Yes, we will shave heads again. Okay. Um, what are your hidden talents? Next, Toby. What are your hidden talents? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's... I, I want to hear that. Yeah. Um, Lauren can do a pig noise. I was going to say, which I can't do now, but I can do another time, is um, I'm pretty cool at headstands. Are you? But I'm not going to do it now. I'm not going to do it now. No, that's good. But no, Lauren's pig noise. Let's, let's listen go. to that. Oh, my days. <laughs> Who would like to hear Lauren's big noise again? Come on, Lauren, sort this out. Your husband is so I love proud how she has right to now. channel, channel the pit. Dan, Dan at the back, look, you see Dan at the back just hiding. He's like, how am I married to her? Come on, Lauren. Ready? Sorry, it takes a lot. I've got a headache now. <laughs> Okay. Has um, anyone seen the pig farm on the way to New Day? There's a sign um, outside the seminar stream which says how many pigs are in Norfolk. Just a little fact for you. I can't actually remember how many of there are. Gonna have to go and find out. Okay, I, I've got I, I've got two questions I think for Pete. Oh, Pete. Yeah, um, Pete. How often do you brush your teeth? Okay, my daughter's in the room. <laughs> Technically. The family brush their teeth in the morning and in the evening, but I never, ever do the evening. Because you just, what's the point? You're not talking to anyone, you're going to sleep. What's the big deal? But Molly, morning and evening, all right? <laughs> We're good. So you only do it once a day? Yeah. Dirty, dirty boy. No. Um, Look how good they are. No, it's fair enough. Okay, wait, well, um, I'm going to move on. Do you shampoo your eyebrows as well? I thought I should ask that one as well. Not on purpose. Not on purpose, just accidentally sometimes. Okay, next one, Taylor, we'll go back this way, okay? Come on, these funny ones, we'll get some serious ones going. Uh, why is Stephen so mean? Stephen's not mean. Stephen's not mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen is lovely. Stephen cares about the team very, very much. He looks after all of us. And we see him out of hours, and secret is he cares about you lot a lot too. He prays for you guys. He loves you guys. Always thinking about you guys. Stephen's great. You're welcome. Yeah, he's good. Okay, more important things now. Cream or jam first on the scone or scone? Jam first. I also, anyone, who's cream first? You scummers. Okay. Uh, Toby, do you hear Yanni or Laurel? I think I hear Yanni. I think I hear Yanni. I hear Laurel. Okay, Katie... Pineapple on pizza? 
definitely not. It's just wrong. It's wrong. Fruit on a pizza. It's wrong. Wrong. What? Um, okay, Toby, does Lauren like turkey? It's the most, probably the most random no. question here. Lauren doesn't like turkey. P- Turkish people, no. <laughs> <gasps> no, no, she that. does, she does, she does. I'm joking. She likes turkey and she likes Turkish people. Yes, thank you. Um, Lauren, who it has to be cooked well, though. You know, like no one likes a dry turkey on Christmas Day. Um, who comes up with the games? All of us. All of us. Maybe they can suggest some games um, in the DMs for 12-14s throughout the year. They should, you're right. Um, Favourite sport, Taylor? <gasps> After... I, I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, after this year... Cricket after this year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise I didn't care choice. about it at all Surprise until choice. this year. Okay, yeah. last question, Pete. Let me do some serious ones. Cheese? Question mark. Yep. Okay. Okay. So let's ask some more questions. Um, is it okay to be part of the LG, LGBT plus community? Stephen, looking like that's your one, Stephen. <laughs> it is my one. I'll answer that one. Is it okay to be part of the LGBT community? That is a really good one. Now I live in Brighton. And so that's it. Way yeah. Brighton! Woo! And Brighton is actually, what is it today, isn't it? We've got a massive br- pride thing in Brighton today uh, where we celebrate, where the city celebrates LGBT and everything that that stands for. And obviously, it's a massive issue in our nation. It's a massive issue for us as young people that uh, we're encountering in schools. We're often thinking, but what does the Bible say about it? And um, there, let, me, let me just say, there are loads and loads of great seminars this year about that. And so, without sounding totally like Lauren, Go and download the stuff. Go and listen to it online, where people who've got much more experience dealing with it than I have have um, said things about it. But just in a nutshell, God loves uh, us and has created us and created us a certain way to be. And that's actually to be the church, like Joel was speaking about last night, to be the bride of Christ. Jesus as the bridegroom. And that, that, that every other relationship, every other marriage relationship and sexual relationship is actually a wonderful display of that. That's how we're meant to display. So we're meant to be one man, one woman together in faithful relationship forever. And everything outside of that... It's not God's plan, not the way that God has designed us to be. And with all of life, people have corrupted that in numerous ways. That's true of everything. The way we do work, the way we do relationships, the way we have fun, the way, all kinds of things, the way we speak. We've corrupted that when the world was fallen, as, as Toby's talking about this week. And that includes our sexuality, including our relationships. And as a society, we've got a long way down a track saying something is good that the Bible says is not good. And does that mean we don't love people who are LGBT plus? Absolutely does not mean that. We love them and we care for them. Some of my best friends are falling into that category. And it doesn't change my love for them, my care for them, my relationship to them. But it does change what I think about some of their views and some of their actions as well. But what about us? Often when people ask those questions, it's because there's something else going on in them. What about if you are confused about some of those things personally? Maybe it's because there's someone else in your family or your friendship group with those issues. Well, you've got to lean and love them and work out what you think about that. And I'd really encourage you to go and listen to some talks about it. But what about for yourself? When I was your age and actually right into my 20s, I really struggled with what I say called same-sex attraction. I struggle, am I gay? Am I straight? What's going on? I kind of fancy girls a bit. I kind of love a mate a bit. What's going on here? They're a bit confused. And uh, the worst thing that happened was I didn't talk about it with anyone. 
I just left me really like, oh, what's going on? I don't really understand. Am I sinning even thinking like this? And that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until I had some really good teaching on it saying, you know what? The thoughts you have, the temptation you have, they're not sin. Jesus was tempted in every way. I said he was without sin. And just having thoughts of being confused about it isn't sin. And even if you've acted on it, even some stuff going on, you know, it's still something we want to bring to the light and, again, tell someone that you trust and work it through with. There'll be youth leaders who I'm sure would love to talk it through, work those issues out with you. Okay, and that's what I had to do. I just want to work it out. What do I really think? How do I think? How do I feel? How do I make sure it lines up with what Jesus wants for my life? Knowing that Jesus loves me. Know that Jesus wants the best for me and he cares for me, even within some of my confusion, that kind of stuff. So work that stuff out. Don't think, okay, I'm just going to put an anonymous question out there. That's good. But ask questions, real questions to youth leaders. And you know what? Talk about your own situation as well and make sure we love people who uh, fit in all those categories as well. Okay? Right, that's another question. Ta-da. Um, Pete, here's one for you. Uh, friends are encouraging me to swear at school. How do I react? Pete, tell people what you do for a living. I think I might uh, give a bit of context for that. I'm a bricklayer, so I work amongst a lot of dirty, hairy men that think it's cool to swear and try and be the big man and show off. Um, and then I work with a lot of guys that would call themselves Christians. And the point is, we are called to be different. Simple as that. So if there is something that doesn't honour God and makes you look like the other people that don't honour God then just try not to do it. If you do do it, it's not that big a deal. They are just words. Try and stop it. You can pray about it. Just like Stephen was saying, talk to others. Like, so being accountable with a mate is so helpful. So just saying to someone, mate, I'm really struggling with swearing. I quite want to do it because it makes me look quite cool and quite funny, but I kind of know it's not right. If that's literally what you're feeling... You talk to somebody about it and then just say, in a couple of days, can you just ask me how am I doing with that? And then if you mess up and you totally give in, just start again. Jesus forgives us every time. It's not a big deal. You can be forgiven. Okay, so if anything you're struggling with, if it's swearing, whatever it is, just get somebody in your life that you trust that just keeps you accountable. That's what I'd say. That's great. Thanks, Pete. One for you, Taylor. What does God think about depression and self-harm? That's a big one. Um, I think that, uh, I think God uh, likes depression about as much as we do. I know that God does not like it, uh, and he, it's not his will for us. Um, it's not, you know, what he wants us to be experiencing. Um, I did a seminar, some of you guys might be in there, so I don't want to repeat um, too much of it, but I just talked a little bit about how God really cares about where your mind is at for a couple of reasons. Um, It's our mind and our thoughts that kind of determine uh, what we think about ourselves, what we think about God, Um, and actually the Bible talks about in specific scriptures and also um, kind of points to the fact that we serve the Lord with our mind. Uh, We're called called to serve Jesus. Um, So when our minds are kind of not quite right, um, we're, we're... not as able to do that and you know if I was the enemy you know Joel was talking about um in the main meeting I would probably go for people's mind so God God really really um wants our minds to be in good shape um what I mentioned in the seminar was that these times although awful um that you can pray like God there is there is a day coming where these things won't be the case that might be tomorrow it might be further than that um but you know God God is a God that restores and also um 
the times may not be enjoyable, but they can be meaningful. Um, Psalm 56 talks about how God collects every tear in a bottle um, and that they're recorded, that they're written down, every single tear. And I mentioned, you know, there's been times in my life going through depression where I just cry for hours and I'd just be like, the arm of the sofa would just be a sodden mess. Um, but to know that God, God actually knew every single tear that dropped and he'd written them, like he's so intimate and in that. Um, just pray, again, find people to speak to. There's so much you can say about it, but um, God is in it. It's not your identity um, and it will pass. Can, can I go follow up? Someone asked yeah. specifically, what do they do if you've got a friend who's self-harming or doing some of those issues? I think... Definitely come alongside them, be there for them. Um, I think don't, um, what's the word, don't try and condemn them. You know, don't just shout at them and give them, you know, tell them that they're wrong and what they're doing because chances are they're trying to take out something on themselves that is going on. It may be a guilt-shame thing, it may be a stress thing, and that will just add to that. But I think um, just encourage them to chat with a youth leader, get help, um, and find like resources. Definitely, yeah. That. I think it's very important as a young person. You don't feel you've got to carry your friends' issues. We've all got enough issues of ourselves, and it's nice that your friends shared it with you. It's great to be in that trusted position, but very quickly, particularly that is live for you right now. Definitely make sure someone else tells you about it. And I say to young people all the time, if your mate says, "Keep this a secret," say, "Maybe," because some things you think, "Okay, I'm happy to keep it confidential," but it's something big like that. Actually, you want to help your friend by making sure they get the right help. And the reality is not many of you are psychotherapists or whatever are you who are, good, who are trained counsellors. I'm thinking 11 to 12, probably none of you. So and my advice would be like, get a youth leader who them, helps them to get the right care that they would need. Uh, Toby, another one for you. Do you think Jesus will come back in Bull and Day times and what will happen? 90 seconds, go. <laughs> The book of Revelation in 97, 97 so Thessalonians. Um, so, um, the, the book of Revelation was written uh, around 2,000 years ago. And um, one of the final things that the book of Revelation, which is the final word from the Bible, New Testament, Old Testament, the final word is, Jesus actually says, behold, I am coming soon. Uh, Jesus said 2,000 years ago, I'm coming soon. And so, therefore, for me to say that he would not come in our generation would be wrong because the Bible says he's coming soon. Well, how soon is soon? Nobody knows. Literally, no one on earth knows. Um, so could he come in our generation? Could he come tonight? Yes. Uh, and Jesus told multiple story uh, parables about being ready, being ready. You don't know when he's going to return and you don't know when you might die quite frankly so either one of those two may happen today tomorrow which is why it's so important not to delay and to repent of your sin and put your faith in jesus and live for him good answer hurrah okay katie one for you how do you get a job uh, love this question really practical how do you get a job how do you get a job i think um the way you get a job or even just get into maybe a ministry in church life which might be more appropriate to what your guys might be up to at the moment is um i would say look at what you get praise at doing um, so things like if someone keeps saying you're really good at that I'd kind of think that's something that I'd want to develop and um, the other thing I'd just think at what um, you just feel um, passionate about or feel fruitful in doing and so if there's something you think when I do this it makes me come alive and I really enjoy doing it and for me they're the kind of things I've put together thinking I've got praise in doing it and I get excited and I get joy at doing it and then I've just started pushing doors in that direction and I think that kind of applies to your jobs and it can apply to just serving in the church. But I think it, when you work for anyone, whatever I do, I do it with all my might, and I do it like I'm doing it for the Lord. And I think 
um, when you do that, that's the kind of way that you can actually get um, like seen by other people and thinking, I want that person to work with me. So it's just being someone that is diligent, hardworking, and does what they say they'll do. Okay, we're going to have just a couple more questions. So one question was this. It said, if Adam and Eve were the first humans, what happened to cavemen? Often we get lots of these questions like this and... Um, where are dinosaurs now, and were unicorns on the ark, all kinds of those ones like that. And I just feel like there's never enough time to do any of those questions justice, and so I'm totally going to fudge it. I say there is a great website called gotquestions.org where you can type in all those stuff, and there are literally brilliant answers that you can get into. I just don't think I can do those ones justice here. What I would just say is that you can hold all kinds of views on lots of those things and still be biblical, still be a follower of Jesus, just by acknowledging, you know what, Jesus, that God is the creator, and Jesus was there actually as well, creating the whole world. And within that whole spectrum of the whole Genesis stuff, there can be loads of questions. I've still got loads of questions about the whole story of Noah. Let me be really clear with you. I'm going to be doing some research on it next week because it's just come up for me a bit more recently. Thinking, you know what? It doesn't affect whether I follow Jesus or not. You know, he is the answer ultimately. But I would like to know a bit more. Do a bit more Bible study and that kind of stuff. And some of you are going to be really motivated about that. And I'm saying, go for it. Get some great books on what we call apologetics. Read loads of that stuff on the website. Get into it. It's definitely worth digging a bit deeper. Um, Katie and Toby, I'm going to ask you this question to finish. Okay. Um, oh, not cheese. I've done that one. Um, something else. Oh, yeah. Why did you get involved with young people? Um, I got involved with young people because there, I was in a church where there was four young people and um, s- my church leader just said, why don't you start spending some time with them and seeing what would happen? And so that was what I did and then ended up becoming their youth leader and growing quite a big youth group. And just that was, um, I've tried other ministries and other things, but that's why. It's just because I love doing that. I felt like God helped me doing that. And I love praying for young people and helping them. Why are, you st- why are you still doing it, Katie? Why do I still do it? I feel called to do it. And um, I think, why work with anyone else? Young people are so fun. They make me feel alive. I love being with them. I also think that being a young person in this day and age, in this generation, is actually quite tricky, trying to be a follower of God and serving him, but having huge pressures on media, online, and, um, and I just think I want to help young people to navigate that well and knowing that being on an adventure with God is the best adventure ever and actually give them strength and help to turn away from, I guess, the lies and the schemes of the evil one. Toby, not gonna, not gonna, Toby, not ask you. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop the seminar there. I love Katie's answer. You're going to know that our passion is for you. We really do love you. And uh, we spend a lot of time creating games that look like we're trying to screw you over, but because actually we just love having fun with you. We love entertaining you, making sure you have lots of joy and fun with you in a new day. We also pray and plan all year round because we want you to get the best teaching, best worship, best possible input because of what Katie said. Who finds being a young person hard at points? It's tough, hey? It's confusing. You've got hair growing out of funny places. You have to do with mates at school. Masturbation. All those favorite words. Loads of stuff just kind of creeping into your life. And it's hard. It's difficult. And uh, we just want to just love on you and just help you in that way. And I know that's our heart. I know that's your young. Your youth leaders give a week of their annual leave to come and be with you because they think the same. And I would just love to pray for you at the end of our time, and just say, pray, God, 
help you, because as much as Katie can help you, much as I can help you, much as your youth leader can help you, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords is with you and wants to help you and come alongside you to navigate these next few years and the rest of your lives. So why don't you stand to your feet? If you'd like to just receive a blessing for God, why don't you hold out your hands? I'm just going to pray for us. Just, just do it quietly. And uh, just so why don't you just quietly, in your own heart, just say, God, just, just give, a, give a brother, give a sister a break. Give us a hand on this. Give me your spirit. Give me your helper, the Holy Spirit, that I might know you right now. Just quietly in your heart, just pray. Heavenly Father, thank you you hear every prayer in this room all at the same time. And it's not just a noise in your ear. No, you care about each person intimately. You care about their struggles. You care about their questions, whether they've been answered today or not. In one sense, whether they ever get answered, Lord God, you do care about the person. And I just want to pray, God, let each person just receive just another dose of just your love. Thank you that your word says that your, your love is higher and wider and deeper and longer than we could possibly imagine. And we need your power to grasp it, Lord God. So give us the power of God to come upon us right now that we might grasp more of your love for us. That we might love you in return. That we might love the church. We might love our neighbors. We might even love our enemies. That we might be able to face our difficult circumstances we're going back to, Lord God. That we might know you, in these, particularly in these difficult years as, as young people, growing into the men and women you're calling us to be. Uh, Lord, we might know your help. We might know your guidance, Lord. I want to pray for youth leaders in the room. I pray again, just give them capacity. Give them patience, Lord God. Give them wisdom in different situations, Lord God, that we might, as churches and a people, move forward. We want to pray, grow new day, because this group of young people grabbed a hold of you. And we're shining lights in the places that they are. They might bring many others back next year as a result, Lord God. Cause us to be very fruitful. Thank you, you've promised us that we'll be fruitful as we remain in you. Help them to remain in you. As they walk into the rest of the summer holidays, as they go back to school, God, help us to put you front and center and just keep working it through, we pray in Jesus' name. Everyone said, Amen. 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 Thanks so much, guys.